Accrediting Excellence, the international authority for professional coaching and mentoring, proudly presents both sides of the coin. Do you work with clients who are from a different cultural background to you? What levels of cultural intelligence do you have and how does that impact positively or negatively on your coaching? Today we'll be getting some top tips on how we as coaches can develop our global mindset and improve our coaching technique. Welcome to Both Sides of the Coin, a podcast produced by the IAPC and M. We're a leading accreditation body and our aim is to increase public confidence and to raise industry standards by enforcing a rigorous accreditation process that ensures the quality of professional coaches and mentors. The podcast is aptly named Both Sides of the Coin because we talk to both a coach or mentor and one of their clients to explore both sides of the coaching mentoring intervention, what works and what doesn't. As the proverb says, iron sharpens iron. Before we get started, let me introduce myself. I'm Jenny Butter, your host and an accredited master coach, and I've been coaching for 10 years, mainly in the area of career transition and life coaching. Joining me today are Norman Grant and his client, Henry Seals. Norman is a corporate executive coach, facilitator and HR consultant. He has around 30 years experience working in the Asia Pacific region, namely in China, Korea and Japan. He has developed and runs courses and workshops for a wide number of multinationals in various sectors on cultural intelligence and developing a global mindset. His client, Henry, is the people and culture manager for Philip Morris in Japan. He asked Norman to train the company's international staff on adjusting and thriving in a Japanese environment. Welcome, both of you. Hello, Jenny. How are you? I'm going to start with Norman and then flip over the coin and speak to Henry. Norman, tell me about yourself. Out of university, I went to work in, in northern Canada as an engineer on a, a hydroelectric dam project. And I, I stayed there for five years and then uh, I decided it's time to travel. So I went to Europe for four months, came back and uh, I, had this, I still had the travel bug. And so I decided to go someplace I've never been before and didn't know nothing about. And that was Asia. At the time, there were no um, computers, no, no um, cell phones. There were, no, no, no um, information that I could get. So I came here on a visit and the visit has turned into more than 20, over 25 years now. Um, I'm the last of eight children and um, I grew up in Canada and um, I've come from parents who are, were quite different. And my father was very strict. My mother was more on the opposite side, uh, more on the softer side. And so, in my family, I had to kind of walk in the middle of all of that. And so I grew up with a mindset that um, kind of stayed in the middle, which, you know, I didn't really um, show my inner self all as much. Until I came to Asia, I've learned so much. So how did you become a cross-cultural coach? When I first came to Japan, um, I, I, I couldn't um, practice uh, engineering, as an engineering. So I joined a company here, um, a global um, truck making company, and I stayed with them for 15 years. And while there, I was part of the mobility program to prepare um, personnel to go abroad because at the time the company was expanding abroad. So I learned a lot. And from that, uh, after, 15, after 15 years, I decided 
that um, I'd like to go out and do my 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 own my own thing because I realized that there are so many companies perhaps in the same situation, and so I became a freelance um, coach, and and I've been doing it ever since. Norman, what is cultural intelligence? Yes, cultural intelligence is the ability to be able to interact across any culture or any border seamlessly. But we have to be careful about what I meant, what I meant by border or um, because I, I don't mean country. I'm talking about the mental set mindset. We are in a we're in a different world now. We are no longer um, monocultural people. Well, basically, most most people that I meet, well, not all, but um, are multicultural individuals. And so, when I talk about borders, I don't mean crossing country borders. I mean crossing um, mental mindsets, which could be in your own country of mono, you know, monocultural. I'm in Japan and Japan is a, is a culturally homogenous country, but inside East Japan, East Japanese person is different. So as coaches, trainers and mentors, how aware should we be of the cultural background of, of the person that we're coaching? I think in the past, there was a, there was a tendency to, to just um, dive into the issues that, the, that the, other, the other person that we are coaching may have without quite understanding where they are coming from, totally. And I think that coaches, one of the first things that coaches need to do is to understand what influenced that person, why they are the way they are. I think if we get a better understanding of that, it gives us a better opportunity to help them to go to go forward. And I think that element has to be has to be introduced into coaching. So please could you give me a tangible example of that? As a British coach, your experiences in Japan, what should I be aware of if I was working with somebody from your region? Coaching someone in, in, in Japan, first of all, Japanese are not always forthcoming in talking about themselves. And how do you get that? How do you get behind that? How do you get them to, 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 to speak? You have to build up a certain amount of trust and one-on-one -on -one would work the best. best. And uh, it would take a longer time. It wouldn't be done in one session that, you know, we just met now and then you, you just go into coaching. It wouldn't work that way. That's really interesting. And so you've developed and run a course called Developing Cultural Intelligence and a Global Mindset. As coaches, what will we learn which will help us improve how we work with clients from a different background to us? The first thing we, we look at is why we are the way we are, individually, that is. We need to understand who we are before we, we can bench out and understand others. And then we touch on topics such as diversity and inclusion. Why is it that companies want diversity? And I have to really stress the point that it's not diversity in, 
people coming from different countries. It's a diversity of thought. That's what companies want because they want a wide range of um, ideas and, 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 and so on to move ahead. In this course, um, we look at uh, what has what what the the famous pioneers such as um, Edward Hall and Hospite um, have done. They have done tremendous work. We also in this course we also make um, students aware that um, it's not an easy thing to just take a test just to to find out what your CQ level is. Perhaps one of the best ways to find out your what level you're at is to ask people about, you know, how do they see you? And also we move forward with why companies need, need uh, people with high levels of, of cultural intelligence. And then we come finally to the global mindset. Companies really want personnel who can, who can be placed anywhere in the world and be able to adapt and be able to get their goals done and be able to, one of the most important things about global mindset is being able to, to use maybe a solution that, that was very good in country A and use it as well in a country, another country in which with a similar problem or situation. So, this is this program is, is goes into a lot of stuff. So it sounds like it would be a really insightful course for business coaches, for executive coaches, for leadership coaches, transition coaches, anybody who works with big global multinational companies. That's right. I have so many stories to tell on that <clears throat> about people, you know, how the problems that they have. Um, but we don't have the time for that today. <laughs> Just to finish my questions to you, I'd be really interested if you could just give us a case study or an insight of how there has been a coaching breakthrough when the coach has understood the cultural background of the person that they were coaching. And so perhaps they've asked things differently or built up their relationship differently to enable that breakthrough to happen. First of all, the coach has to be someone who is open and does not bring their own um you know, cultural norms to this situation, this, this coaching, they would have to be able to listen and be able to understand where, 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 this, uh, part, where the coach is coming from. Well, the breakthrough, yes. Uh, I mean, the, the breakthrough would come when the coach develops that, that level of trust that allows the, the coach to, to really open up and be able to explain more and more. How, do, how does a coach get to that stage? Empathy, they have to show empathy. They have, they have to empathize with the coaching, be understanding, try to be you know, understanding. They have to know something about that culture, culture of that person to get through. One, one thing I would say for the coach is to understand a little bit about the norms of that culture. For example, in Japan, um, you know, leaning forward a little bit, shaking your head a little bit, but also short eye contact. That's been really insightful. Thank you so much, Norman. Let me flip over the coin now and speak to your client, Henry, who, who asked you to train on behalf of his organization. Henry, tell me about yourself. I am 
presently the uh, PNC uh, manager for general, general affairs, basically the central function for Philip Morris Japan. I worked with Norman uh, when I was the vice president of HR for Payday, which is a fintech company in Japan. So it was it was it was about two years ago. Uh, so it was a, it was a different firm. But I've been I'm from West Virginia, where I was born in the United States. I've been in Japan since 1994. I started out as an exchange student. I took a year abroad uh, in college to study in Kyoto. Um, then I returned for my senior year, spent most of that year recruiting for jobs, and started out as an IT uh, programmer, systems, websites programmer back in uh, uh, 96. So I was a student in 94 and, and working in 96. And from various jobs, I wound up about uh, 12, 13 years ago in HR. Um, long story, but it basically, it, it's sort of meant to be now that I look back at it. But I've been working in HR for large global firms, uh, primarily insurance, finance, and uh, now, of course, um, tobacco and, and, and fast-moving consumer goods. I'm the father of five daughters, and I live in uh, Japan, um, and I'm now a naturalized citizen of the country. And why did you want to work with Norman? Norman and I had met uh, informally um, through like, you know, social events and things of that nature. And, you know, I, I got to know him and he shared with me, we would always talk about, you know, um, diversity, uh, cultural intelligence, these concepts long before uh, people, other people were talking about them. Um, he would share with me his, his programs. He would share with me, you know, we were just talking about our work because I was working in H, started working in HR at the time. And he was talking about, you know, the various trainings he's done for companies. This was just informal. He wasn't doing a pitch or anything. But, um, um, you know, Norm was very busy. But I found myself about three years ago working for a company that had a large foreign workforce. And this foreign workforce, uh, a lot of programmers, engineers had just arrived in Japan. And they were frustrated, let's say, with their Japanese colleagues, life in Japan. And I would hear a lot of, of, of these grumblings, you know, just talking to the employees at the water fountain. And I thought to myself, you know, I think Norman's program on helping them understand, you know, change their mindset from looking at everything as Japan is so difficult or Japan is different to Japan, you know, uh, to see the opportunities of, of life working, not only in Japan, but dealing with people from other cultures. And I also thought that it would might be useful also to Japanese employees who are also engaging these foreign employees. So, you know, having a diverse workforce uh, in that sort of storming, is a joke, in the storming phase, we need a Norman phase, right? And that's Norman. So I thought Norman could come in and, and, and provide some training to our employees to help them strengthen their cultural awareness and cultural intelligence. What do you think has been the most important thing that you've personally learned through Norman's coaching and training program? I guess in short, I've learned that change or that if you have the proper mindset, change and difference aren't things to be afraid, afraid of, right? Uh, awareness, self-awareness um, sort of helps you understand that um, uh Change isn't just isn't 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 something to be scared of. Change is an opportunity. I think Norman mentioned uh, when he explained that the first step in any of his programs is to understand where we come from. So I think it gives people the awareness of wait a second, I'm just not a product of just being born. And I am who I am. There's experiences, there's cultural programming, there's socialization that makes you who you are. And if you were born in a different country, a different culture, you'd be a different person. So rather than looking at someone as different looking at them as a, a, a mixture of different cultural and social norms that if you learn 
gives you not only knowledge, but the ability to connect and the ability to be successful in your career. I think that focus on self to realize that you as well are the product of change, <laughs> you know, uh, really, I think gives our employees, gave our employees the insight to, to help them be more um, appreciative and more welcoming of change from the outside. From your own personal perspective, what do you now do differently when approaching a business problem or a meeting with a new person and you have that self-awareness and the awareness of the culture that you are living within or the cultural background of the person that you're meeting or dealing with? Yes. So I think what I do differently, what I've done differently is to, when I'm sitting with someone, whether they're, let's just use the example, someone from a different culture, someone who's Japanese. I, my mindset goes into this person is right, right? This person in their mind, where they came from, what they do for a living, their belief systems are all right. Just sort of an acceptance. And I try to make that apparent in my, the way I listen. Um, you know, I try to learn about the culture. So as Norman mentioned, when I'm meeting with someone, you know, intense eye contact can turn them off. So I want my approach as well to show acceptance of their culture, acceptance of that person as an individual. And I think it puts them at ease. It makes them feel like they're not being interviewed, that they're having, you know, that, that, that it's a safe space. And so the approach is when I meet anyone, I say, this person is normal, right? If only to themselves. And I have to approach them with that respect that what you believe and feel is, is right. And start off with that. And I think that helps me become a better leader, a better manager, and just a better person. Something for us all to bear in mind as well. What has the feedback been amongst your staff that have um, attended this cultural intelligence course? After the program was held, um, you know, there's different types of employees who have taken the program. Some are very vocal about their challenges they're facing, some not as vocal. Um, and we did a survey and the, and the NPS, I, it, it was very high. The NPS was probably around 60 or 70, if not higher than that. Um, the feedback we got was they wanted more time with Norman, right? They really felt they were making breakthroughs, not only in understanding Japanese culture, but themselves. You know, they felt like they were being given a toolkit. And they they wanted more programs. Uh, they wanted more programs and more time with with Norman. What feedback have you got for other coaches that work in a similar niche to Norman that they can do to improve their coaching or or the training that they provide based on your experience? Based on my experience uh, with the executives that I've worked with who have received coaching, most of these men and women um, are very driven right? They're driven. They want to improve themselves. They want to be better. They want to, 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 to address whatever challenges they feel are, are getting in the way of the success of themselves or their teams. So I think that the approach of helping them understand that, because sometimes people forget where they came from and sort of all the change and differences and things of that nature. And I think if a coach, as, as, as Norman said, can really sincerely show that they, they recognize who the person is, they recognize where the person's come from and help the person sort of understand, you know, how they can leverage what they've done in the past to help them understand about change and difference in others, I think is really the key. I think it starts with self. I think everything, whether it's, you know, starts with self, first person opinion. And I think for coaches, you know, most coaches are very experienced. Most coaches are obviously need to prove their credibility with their client, you know, with their titles and, and, and et cetera. Um, however, I think one of the most effective tools coaches have is that ability 
to connect and really to make someone feel comfortable and feel recognized. And I think doing that, um, especially with the, the, the challenges of culture in the way, doing that well, I think makes an impression, if not unconsciously, on the coaching. Thank you so much. What a great discussion. Thank you so much, Norman and Henry. Norman's next cultural intelligence training course starts on July the 20th. It lasts for 10 hours and it takes place over the course of four evenings via Zoom. For more information, you can contact Norman directly via LinkedIn by searching for Norman Grant and sending him a connection request. We're confident that anyone who attains an international authority for professional coaching and mentoring accreditation will be among the very best that the profession has to offer. So if you're someone who's interested in having some coaching and mentoring and want to find an accredited coach, mentor or training provider, or if you're a professional who's interested in becoming accredited, then please go to our website, coach-accreditation.services. And finally, if there's a topic that you would like me to cover on future episodes of Both Sides of the Coin, then I would love to hear from you. My email, jenny.podcast at coach-accreditation.services. Bye for now.